All right, Paulo. Joe, my friend. Our first podcast. Indeed. It's been a long time a long in time. making. Huh? And, and you know, honestly, it, it wasn't too long. Like, it was only a couple of weeks ago you came up with this idea to me. Yeah, but then I've been thinking about it for a long time. Oh, that's the thing, right? That's right. What are we going to talk today about? We're going to talk about research impact. Wow. The I word. The I word. Yes. Well, that's a big word. Uh, I don't know about you, Joe, but I always found this conversation about impact kind of sterile within a company. Oh, why? Yeah, well, you know, like you ask a manager or your your manager or your colleagues, oh, what is impact? How do we have impact? You ask five people, you get 10 answers, 10 mm-hmm. different answers. Somehow, I don't even know how that's possible. I right. don't know if that's my experience. Is it your experience too? I remember when I started in industry, every I knew impact was important because I did an internship and everyone talked about impact and, you know, performance reviews have come up and everyone's talking about impact. But it was so hard to get a very crisp understanding of what impact is that I actually had to figure out, I had to experience impact. You had to spend time like talking with others, thinking about it. It wasn't, it wasn't a definition. It was very similar to when I started PhD. I had no clue what it would mean to make an original contribution. What does it mean to get a PhD? Mm. But students who've been there four years or five years had a better clue than me. I have an analogy that I want to, bring forward to talk about impact. I, I, you know I love a good hollow analogy. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's see if this hits your bar. Uh, meet your standards. Um, so imagine a pool table. Yeah. So you, the green table, you are on the side with your pole ready to hit the ball. You hit the white ball and what happens? Well, if it was me, I would scratch. Okay. I mean, like I, <laughs> imagine yourself as a good... As if my dad was playing, okay. um, he would hit the ball, and the ball that he intended to hit would actually go into the pocket that he wanted to actually it to go into. Perfect. Here is an impact. You have an impact. You hit the white ball. You hit the right, white ball. Right. The white ball hit another ball, and it goes into the pocket where you originally wanted to send it. That's clear case of impact. Yes. Do you think that research... How close is research to this ideal case of impact oh <laughs> it can't be farther <laughs> i mean so in research using this analogy i think it's more like you come and you tap the guy who's like really focused and he's trying to like not mess up he's trying to get it in the right hole you tap him on the shoulder and you say hey you know what i think your angle is wrong <laughs> i think you might want to change it up a little bit make it a little bit greater than 90 degrees and, and go for the different pocket instead as a i agree as a researcher we don't. We are not necessarily the, the people who hit that ball, right? right? We are the people who, so as you said, we suggest the, to the makers, the maker, the, the coders, the engineers of different flavors who actually produce an object. Yeah. Uh, how to produce it? Where to? What to put into that object? But we do not actually produce that object, software object, or it could be a hardware. This applies to all things, not necessarily um, software only. Yeah. And, but I don't think we have a language to describe the situation where impact is actually influence. Well, so the way I, I tend to think about it, it's, it, yeah, it's this influence. And for me, I have a very general framework I usually tell people, which is, you can break, in, and this is not all impact can fall into these three buckets, no. but a majority mm-hmm. falls into this. Mm-hmm. The first bucket's product. It's like whatever product you're working on, can you say, look it, that product changed because of 
an insight that I had. Because an insight that you had that you share. Yes. Oh yes, you have to share it. <laughs> exactly, but that's what I. That's that's my point. The insight that you had that you shared. Yes. With who, whomever is making that particular object. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You have you have to right. And actually, a lot of people don't realize that a, that a big part of research. You don't learn this in grad school, but. A big part of research is in the communication of your ideas. Yeah. And in the influence. Yes. It, that's like the deep part of the iceberg. Absolutely. To the job. Absolutely. How many pieces of great research you have seen that have gone nowhere because they were packaged in a poor way? Yeah. Or there was not even an attempt to socialize it? Yeah. Conversely, how many pieces of research are not so good? Uh you have seen that have gone around a lot because they they have a catchy title, uh, they yeah. capture the they accept the, the attention. How many? Yeah. Right. So communications, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. You bring up a really good point, which is you have the communication is is key to this, and and even I know as a researcher I would feel pressure that you get a study done, and yeah, you would like to you know, shop it around and make sure the team started implementing it, but you feel so much pressure to go jump into another study. Oh yeah. Cause I, you know, I think early in my career I would, I would confuse quantity. Sure. With impact. Absolutely. It was, and, and I think even later on, a lot of people do that, but it's because they're insecure in what they create and it's a better strategy. If I have a lot of bets going, something's going to land. It's a better strategy. Of course, if you are more junior in a, in a company, that is understandable. But in a landscape where impact remains this mythological thing yes. that nobody really understands, the rational strategy is to try all bets. Yeah, try, So Absolutely. Yeah. One, one will stick. And, and that's how even I've seen product teams make decisions. So it's, not, it's even outside of research impact. It's even, you, you know, you see a team that tries a lot of things. They're building so many different things because they want one thing to stick. Yeah, absolutely. They want absolutely. one thing to hit their metrics. Absolutely. But if we go back to research impact right. on the product, as you said, yes. one of your categories, mm -hmm. I think I agree product being one of the categories. I think my point there is to focus on the share, on the sharing of your insights to someone mm -hmm. and your impact. So rather than say my research because of my research, the team built X. Mm -hmm. I would emphasize how you share your idea, how you influence mm -hmm. uh, others who actually build that um, object. So, that. so are you saying that um, when research community talks about impact, what we should be doing is making it a lot more transparent the act of influence exactly and evaluate the act of influence exactly instead of just assuming influence and looking at the final product of what exactly okay. exactly because what we are doing is influence yeah and without that piece sometimes the statements from researchers read as grandiose <laughs> delusional statements mm -hmm. right that misplace the role of research in the power dynamics of any tech company that I know of, right? So meaning we influence, we share uh, insights with others. Mm -hmm. 
others then decide what to do with those insights. Yeah. We don't have the magic wand that says, oh, you build this because of my insight. So let me play devil's advocate here, though. Depending on your company and how mature UX research is there, you might actually have a huge repository of research. Absolutely. And it most likely is not all implemented. Absolutely. So if we only look at the influence, you could make the case that instead I'm going to hire somebody, a communications major. I'm going to hire somebody who can go through the repository and have amazing influence skills and get teams to actually adopt it. Is that more research impact than a researcher that's creating? Right. So in a sense, right. But two things. Yeah. Um, Hiring someone that has communication skills and that can talk about uh, insights in a way that relates to others, that potentially is a good, it's a good idea. Yeah, actually, I I wish we had one. In any case, you still need new research for a world that keeps changing, right? Mm -hmm. So even your insights of, I don't know, a year, forget it, like six months ago, there was nothing called uh, ChatGPT for example, yeah. to just to make an, a very simple example. So your insights about uh, how people interact with uh, or are planning to interact with computers, with, with other devices, may be obsolete uh, now in just six months because the, the world keeps changing. So I do think it's a great idea to hire someone that has communication skills, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you still need the production of new research. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I know, I know we're kind of getting into evaluation, which we should do a whole episode on, you know, maybe if we just, if we just take a little, a little, a little swim into, into this, then are you saying that you think when evaluating, we almost have, we have different dimensions to evaluate somebody is one on the ability to generate an insight. And another is on the communication of that. Yes. I, I think on, and on the capacity to generate insight, we have tools from various research disciplines uh, that form UXR, right? Mm -hmm. Mm, You know, so we we, we have ways to measure quality of the work and to have a sense of that, right? What we don't have, I don't think we have, is way to capture this sharing of the insights and the influence that we have on others. Yeah. Uh, In academic fields, that's citations. Yeah. What is the equivalent in 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 the in the product space? Yeah. To citations. You blow my mind, Paolo. Yeah. What is? <laughs> I, I I I don't what have an answer okay. to this. But I'm just noticing that the impact, the measure of the impact is largely uh, based on coming up with some sort of way to measure this influence. Mm -hmm. Everyone has worked with people who are just difficult to work with, right? Mm -hmm. People who do not have an appetite to apply those insights. Absolutely. They think that their experience is uh, superior or their thoughts are or their vision. Absolutely. But this kind of gets to eventually my second so, like, when I think of impact, I think... So, we have product, right? And yeah. we're just... We're going and down you have a second bucket, of like, yes. Yeah. And, and on the second bucket, it's basically what I would call roadmap. 
So a lot of teams, a lot of product teams usually, they have a plan for what they're going to build out. That is the product roadmap, right? Yep. So if you work every six months, you're going to say the team says, for this six months, this is what we're building. That's the product roadmap. And the next product roadmap, they come up with other ideas. And sometimes you have an idea for a product change, but it's too big. It's too big to put into the current one. And so they might say, oh, we'll put that in the next release. Yeah. So these bigger ideas, this is future work, or you could even say future product work, right? Yes. This is the second way that I think of impact. So first is product, like and you that. have like I like that roadmap. That I like that, Joe. And actually, that is a straightforward, and I think easier to measure because at the end is an item in some sort of a roadmap, whether format the roadmap takes, it could be a spreadsheet, it could be a document, but it's a, it's an item yes. in there. And that is driven by research, for example. Yeah. Uh, there's a very specific research question. Um, there is normally, in my experience, a list, a list of uh, stakeholder or POC or whatever language we want to use, someone who's responsible for that. So to me, that, okay, that's impact, roadmap. You put that on the that item on the roadmap for the team to investigate, to do more research about. So I think that's pretty straightforward. I think here, in my, my intuition suggests that roadmap, impact on the roadmap, should play even a bigger role when we talk about impact or research. Oh, I like where this is going. Right? Continue, because, continue. Where, because right now... Where are with this, Paolo? Because I, what I'm, you have the two buckets right now. I know right. you have three, right? Yeah, yeah. But... Somehow I had a sense that you started with product, meaning our oh, product is more important. And I actually, I don't think so. I don't think product impact is the greatest um, impact research can have. No. And I do think after you've been at a company for a while and with a product for a while, you will be planting future impact. That takes right. a lot of time right. to do. Right, so. totally. Roadmap is totally about orienting. So the more we are able to influence the roadmap, that to me is the biggest impact that we can have. Yes. And, and so then my third bucket is, is essentially that it's, um, it gets into strategy, right? So, you know, roadmaps are often what we're going to build, right? But strategy is more of the approach of how you're going to build. So sometimes um, it could be something like, oh, the audience that we're focusing on is changing or the actual needs that we want to solve or the problems we want to solve is shifting. We're shifting focus on a new problem or user need yes. or job to be done. Yes. This is impact that research can have, but it's not always clear. It depends how robust your, your team is at making roadmaps. If it's just literally a spreadsheet of, of what they're going to build, you would miss that nuance. But if your team actually has a Google Doc and they're talking about like the, the customer and they're talking about the problems, then you'll start to catch this as well. Sure. But strategy is that third bucket for me. And also, I think that's where you see some really cool, especially um, uh, research done often by quantitative researchers where they might define a new metric. Mm -hmm. They might say the way mm -hmm. that our, our team is thinking about this problem or measuring or evaluating it, it's not nuanced enough. Right? Yes, yes. So I like I like strategy. It's it's a bit tricky. My yeah. In my in, if I understand you correctly, but intuitively, I see perfectly where you're going. In a sense, is a, an extension of a roadmap. You know, like a longer term roadmap. It's also a a, a roadmap that considers not only 
your particular company, but the larger ecosystem of other companies operating in the same space, right? And so strategy is how you put your product in this ecosystem, how yes. can you be competitive and how you meet the user's needs and all of that. I, I think that is definitely a space where research, maybe experienced researchers, maybe senior researchers that are able to take a more holistic view um, where they can have an impact. The challenge there is potentially how to measure it. I even question how there could be too much strategy hmm. right like so so strategy is really big it could be a pivot you could say this whole team should shift and just work on this other thing or we need a whole new product like that's that's really where this breaks off from just an extension it's, it's more than just a time horizon of a longer roadmap it's actually saying we might fundamentally need to change or a whole new area might come up yes um and i agree that you won't necessarily have like junior researchers working on that but nothing stops them if they can absolutely 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 absolute. But I do think there's also a certain point that, I mean, imagine if you're just trying to churn out strategy, right, all the time. I don't think strategy should be changing a ton. Like, no. I, you need some amount of stability so that the stuff that you're building on from half to half, you can actually build up momentum. Because everyone's been on a team that pivots every yes every couple months. Being a, stra- being a researcher that influences the strategy is similar to be a conciliere. <laughs> for the king yes. to use another analogy since I know you like my analogy but it is that right and what's the ultimate proof that you are successful or not well the king doesn't fire you or well back in the days doesn't kill you right but there's no there's nothing else there's no external validation besides the king I'm using this uh, analogy now uh, yeah. I know is not ideal for many different reasons, but the the, the authority uh, keeps you and still continue seeking your advice. The fact that that person continues continues to seek your advice, yeah. that you remain the position of the consigliere, in this case of the strategy, so the research that is influencing the strategy, that is in of itself proof that you have an impact. I remember telling people, hey, I want you to become the right-hand person to like the PM ah, sure. or yes. the engineering manager or whoever yes. in this area. And it's it's for this quality. Can you, can you become this kind of right-hand person in decision-making? But then going back to your buckets, yeah. in my mind, product least important for research in terms of impact. I know we are... T- oh, so we're going to rank them now. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah we, are, we are playing with fire, almost heretical statements yeah. here. But <laughs> product, least important for research to impact. I'm not saying import, no important, I'm saying least important compared to the other two, roadmap, because that also is very simple to measure. Yeah. And the strategy, where your impact is in in being sought after by people who actually make decisions because they're looking for your opinion. Mm. That's that's having an impact in that. You are in the room when the decisions get made Mm. and you are consistently invited to be in that room. So to me, that's how I'm thinking about the three buckets that you have. 
uh, and it's a bit provocative here to say that pr- product is the least important. Yeah. Important. Yeah. I, let's see. My hot take on this is I think I would probably agree with you that if I was ranking them, probably roadmap is going to come in higher than product. And, and, and the only reason why is because when a team is trying to hit what they're actually trying to build or are expected to deliver by the end of the half, there's actually very small tolerance to deviate off of that. Absolutely. And so you're more at the mercy of are your insights easily applicable <laughs> without requiring like a deviation. And yes. the truth is like some really important things are deviations. So if the team says, wait, this is important enough, we can't get it in this half, but we can get it in a future half, that is a stronger signal to Absolutely. me. And I think it's more impact, impactful the thing you're going to push through than I think it's more of a, a factor of luck. Absolutely. To me, I agree with this. To me, conceptually, it all uh, s- stems from the position of the researcher as someone who influences other people, people who actually build things. And, and once we recognize that, which, by the way, it's often already recognizing the language of, of many companies that describe functions like research in a way that is different from functions that make things. Mm-hmm. Understanding functions, right? For example, that's a language that is common in the in Silicon Valley. Um, so because of that, because we are in a position of influencing others rather than doing things, Recognizing that is the starting mm-hmm. is the starting point to articulate a language about what is to have impact. Uh, so that statements that you're, I'm sure your manager, your boss makes, make sure that your research lands well. Don't do research for research sake. This this almost boilerplate sentences that I hear all the times, yeah. all the times. What do they mean? They mean we are in a position of influencing others. Recon- let's recognize that. Let's let's bring this. Let's let's embrace it and let's make that a point of strength. And let's talk about impact as influence. All right. Well, I think we'll leave it there for the you know the first episode in the can. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, what we'll do is, we're curious now, what do you guys think are um, impact? You know, how do you think of impact? Where are our blind spots? How do you think about it in the team? And maybe even what it should be. So why don't you let us know? And in our next episode, what we're going to be talking about is performance reviews. Oh, my Lord. We're going to talk about tips. How can you prepare for performance reviews? Maybe we'll get into some philosophy of performance reviews. Okay. All right. Sounds exciting. All right. This was fun, Paolo. Fantastic. Uh, Thank you, Joe. I really enjoyed the time. And we'll see you all later. All right. See you all later.